Natural. Who's 19 is better? Oh, you have a bigger bonus, I think, than yours. Oh, but you have a bigger, better roll, so I think it's yours. Uh, either way, it's not, not enough. Dust may settle quickly. The travel is the name of the game now. He, uh, reaches into his bag, pulls out two coconuts, and starts making, making horse noises as he leaves. Yeah, or There goes my hero. <laughs> the camp begins to grow. Let me offer you an invitation to join our thriving new community with very lenient homeowner association rules. <laughs> Never seen it happen like that. Mine just collapsed, and there's no reason for it. But are their new foes even cooler than the ones they've known so far? At Kossarok's suggestion, I ordered two of them to flag their previous mayor to death. Listen, to find out. Hey everybody, and welcome back to this Galarian Life's 51st installment. First off, I'd like to thank you all for making our week of our 50th episode so special. We've done a couple really awesome changes. We've got a new logo for the show. We released a... We've released a bonus commentary track about book two of the adventure, which you can find on our regular podcast feed. And we also introduced a uh, Patreon, which is really cool for us and anybody who wants to support us. So if you ever feel generous or just want to donate to making this show even better than it is now, please, please consider it. But as we move on to book three of the adventure... We are starting some major, major story elements, and that all begins today. So, with just a little bit of housekeeping, uh, follow us on Twitter, at Galarian Life. Follow us on our Facebook page, This Galarian Life. Just search it on this Facebook bar. Uh, invite a friend to listen to the show. Invite a parent. Uh, Christmas time's gonna come up. If you have any friends or family that are into Dungeons and Dragons and Pathfinder or just generally nerdy like you, maybe show them the episode. It's a great way to bond with people. So, with all that being said, let's just jump right into the episode. Presenting episode 51, Mind Bright Like a Diamond. week you all wandered our or trying to get out of the forest to make it to the hollow hills and a little way before exiting the forest you stumbled across a hobgoblin deserter camp uh currently one remains but as you were about to put the finishing blows on him uh three huge creatures burrowed out of the ground they are known as bulettes and you all probably don't know anything about them unless you make a check. Is that how we're going to start off? Hey, are these fireworks uh, coming through in the chat for y'all? They are. It sounds like we're drinking shot at. Buettes right. uh, tend to carry handguns. Sorry, boys. I'm on the mean Cherokee Street. Sounds great. I don't have knowledge nature, so hopefully somebody else can. I do not have knowledge nature either. Yeah, I don't. I have survival, but I don't have knowledge nature. Sorry. Cyrix has knowledge nature, I believe. I rolled a 12 for knowledge nature check. Good roll, Sam. I think I just said it was a check. I don't think I ever actually used the phrase knowledge nature. Oh, I'm sorry, Derek. What else would be to know what a monster is? Uh, knowledge arcana, because this is a magical beast. Ah, uh, in that case, <laughs> more rolls. A 19. Who's 19 is better? Oh, you have a bigger bonus, so I think it's two 
Oh, but you have a bigger, better role, so I think it's yours. Uh, either way, it's not, not enough. Damn. I took a feat called, called Intimidating Knowledge, and I get to add my Intimidate ranks to any knowledge check. Okay, so what's your bonus then? I would have gotten a 34. Yeah, that's not enough. <clears throat> oh my god, these are very secret voice. Okay, you all ready to jump straight into this combat. Let's do it. Here we go. So the first bullet appears at the top corner, uh, top left corner of the map. It's going to charge, but when it charges, it does this thing where it jumps in the air and it makes a uh, acrobatics check. We'll see how this goes. Nah, one. Nah, one. Nah, one. Not in that one. It's going to be like a 50 because he didn't put any bonus on it. Or he has the bonus on the sheet that he's next to, and he wanted us to, and he knew that he wanted us to be real with him. So it jumps and lands right here, and because it succeeds at his jump check, he lands five feet in front of Gorgug and ten feet in front of Cyrix, and will make four claw attacks. Gorgug gets a uh, fifth, no, a sixteen, and a twenty-two. Twenty-two. Take thirteen points of damage. And Cyrix, it's going to be a 15 and a natural 20, which confirms on a 26. Um, actually, I forgot that I have light fortification armor. Oh, yeah. D100, there, 26 up, makes it. Otherwise, it doesn't crit. It also applies to sneak attacks. Hell, yeah. I actually read my character sheet for once. So that's an 86, so that crits. Sure. Uh, 21 points of damage. And that puts it at Gorgook's turn. Gorgook traces a sword through the air and stabs into the ground. He casts haste upon the party. You'll have plus one attack, plus one AC. And I am continuing my bardic performance. And then I will bop and step right over this way. Uh, Laura, it's your turn. Boy, howdy, things are fucked. Um... I take a five-foot step back and go after the one that, yeah, the one that just... Just gonna slowly climb up onto this rock platform, just like, eh. Alright, I'm going to uh, shoot this one. There's a 29 hit. Yep, that's a hit. Alright, it takes 38 damage. But I take, oof, six. Okay, so it's the second Pumulet's turn. He'll five-foot step up in range of the Hobgoblin and Shock. He's going to bite Jock and then use two claws on the hot cards. Jock does a 26 hit. Yes, it does. Uh, go ahead and take 17 damage on me. For me. You betcha. And he swings two claws at the Hobgoblin. The first one hits. And the second one misses. And the Hobgoblin takes 15 damage. So it puts it at Truxton's turn. Okay. Let me get a read of the map here. These guys are spooky looking, i got to say. Agreed. Well, uh, I am going to study the one closest to me, and then I'm going to do that to him. I'm going to hit him with my rig. You, you move up to him? Yes. Could give me a second. You going to just five foot, or are you going to take the attack of opportunity? Yeah, because if you five foot, you get the, the full round attack still. Oh, yeah, I'll just do that then. My bad. Make those attack rolls. First one's a 20. Uh, first one's a miss. Oh, I'm sorry. That should have been a 24, because I was doing study strike. First one's a hit. Woo. 17 damage. And the second is also a 24, so I imagine that hit. Yep. Uh, that's a 16. So 
Uh, real quick. Haste gives you another attack at full bonus. Oh, shit. Okay. 32. Damn. Yeah, that, that hits. Uh, 14. This one looks to be the least healthy out of all of them right now. Nice. But, Good job, Beans. But, but it is that one's turn. Um, Look at the big guy. Five foot step back and attack trucks with a bite and two claws. A 22 on the say. bite. Nope, that's not it. And claw number one is a 23. Claw number two is a 29. That does it. If you don't mind me asking, Cyrix, what's your initiative score? My dex modifier? No, your initiative bonus. Which I guess could just yep. be your modifier. Yeah, it's the plus one. I'm guessing the boule is up higher. Yeah, I figured that out last time. Very good. Uh, Cyrix, it's your turn. Okay, I'm gonna stare at the one right in front of me, and I'm going to do a full round attack. Oh yeah. I have 15 foot range before anybody asks. 22. Uh, that's a hit. Wait, what's your range? 15 feet. Very good. 23 damage. 22 again. That's a hit. 8 damage for the second attack, and the haste attack. Your stare does an extra 4d6 damage? Yup. Damn! And then a 16 for the last attack. Yeah, that, that does not hit. It's the Hobgoblin's turn. So he is going to five foot up in between Gorgug and Cyrix and look hastily between all of you and goes, You all keep me alive. I'll do whatever. Dear. I'll answer any question. Just save me from these sons of bitches. Yeah. And it's Jacques' turn, who I presume is going to kill the Hobgoblin. Take the chance. Kill him now, Gavin. <laughs> kill him now! Killed a true menace of the party, myself. Gorgon? No! I'm right in front of you! Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and do. Uh, oh. I will. Believing in my allies? Um, what do y'all think? Should I hit the other two, focus on the other two, or get this one squared away? Everybody grab your mob. Everybody pick your head. Alright, I'll pick this one, the one that's uh, close to me, and within my 10 foot reach. And I'll hit with a glaive. Does a 32 hit? Yes. Alright, I deal 29 slashing damage. Now my uh, haste attack. Does a uh, natural 20. Does a 24 confirm? It does. And I deal 93 critical damage. Oh my god, Gavin. I think you're only two attacks. I think your only two attacks in this combat have been uh, crits. I mean, I did just hit him with a non-crit. Uh, that one's dead. Very good. And then I'll take a five-foot step up. There you go. Shock. Shock, I love you so much. You should attack the Hobgoblin. <laughs> oh, it is Bulette number one's turn. You'll five-foot step over. Cyrix just hurt him pretty bad, and Gorgu didn't, so he's going to go all out on Cyrix. It's a natural one on the bite. That is a 25 on claw one. And the natural 19 on claw two. So you crit with the 19? No, it's just a natural 19. So ah. it's going to hit. What about the other one? The first one hit. It, what was it, like a 20-something? Yeah, it's going to hit. Uh, 29 damage. I'm at 6 HP, boys. Uh, Gorgu, it's your turn. Five foot step. Go for full attack. Do a 29 and a 22 hit. Yep, both of them hit. The first will do 8 damage. Okay. The second will do... Oh, that's the wrong dice. 
will treat that as minus attack round, or 31. Uh, actually, that might be a hold on, I need to check something. But the second day will be 21. Derek, can a Bulet feel, feel fear? Uh, it can, but there's no need to worry about it because it's dead. Oh, yeah. Very good. Very good. And I will end my turn. I, I think I threatened on a 19, by the way. I whisper over to Truxton to step down whenever he's done attacking. Wait, what? Step down once you're done attacking. Oh, okay, like take a five-foot step down? Yeah. Is it my turn? No, but it is Laura's turn. Yichaw is going to take a five-foot step further back, and I'm going to do my special attack on this blue light. Is a 27 hit? Yep. Excellent. It takes 38 damage. Very good stuff. I take two damage from my two non-lethal damage. Okay, so it's the second or the last Bulet's turn. Oh... He's going to five foot step back and take the full attack on Truxton. Better not. Uh, 26. Yes. 29. Yes. Ooh, that one's a 21. No. Uh, 31 points of damage. Uh, okay. Still doing all right. And it is Truxton's turn. Time for revenge, baby. I will... Oh, damn it. Take a step back. Wait, uh, real quick. Derek, I don't know if you want to work on this, but in initiative order, the one that just went went after Truxton yeah, last. I, I accidentally did them out of order. Okay, cool. We're done then. I'm good then. Wait, so he might not have gotten an attack. I probably would have killed him. No, in the first round, I did them out of order, so I'm keeping up with the I order I did them in. 5 of 13. He has an 11. Ah, uh, boy. Ah, uh, uh, boy. All right, whatever. I'm going to step up 10 feet, I guess, because I have to, and attack. I'll take an opportunity. Uh, 26. Yep. 14 points damage. Okay. Uh, is haste still in effect here? Yeah. Okay. So my first attack is going to be a 29. Yeah, it's 16 damage. Okay. But you had to move to 10 feet, though, right? Right. So you can't fall back. Okay, never right? mind. Then. I'll step back. Uh, Cyrix, your turn. Move here. Does the hobgoblin take an attack of opportunity or not? If he does, he's dead. It's up to him. An 18. Does not hit. 25. That one hits. How are you getting that second attack if you can move 10 feet? I just get two attacks. Uh, On a full round, I thought. <laughs> Fine. Sam, I will never explain any D&D concepts to you. But in that's, Pathfinder... That's why you're my favorite, Sam. But in Pathfinder 2nd Edition... Okay, so it's the Hobgoblin's turn. He'll back up down to the campfire. Uh, next to the one of the dead duets, and it is Jacques' turn. He'll step here, and then I'm gonna take another step here, and then I'm gonna swipe at him. It's actually 31. Yeah, it is. Okay, um, I rolled kind of low on the damage. 20. Does that account for haste? Uh, haste doesn't give me a bonus to damage. His performance does, and it does not count, even though I wrote it on the sheet. Uh, so technically, it's 26 damage. Thank you, Sirius. And I will actually, uh, since I did not hit the last round, will give the damage from my painful stare to shock, which I believe is a plus two as well, which makes it a 28. Nice. 28 damages. Oh, I'm going to look up the uh, painful stare damage because I think it should be higher. Yeah, it's half your level. Okay, then I deal 30 damage. So on Jock's first number he rolled, the creature, or the first number he told me the creature had six hit points left. Then he had his plus two and it had four. They added the four and it had zero. This, the bullet is staggered at zero hit points exactly. 
Corfu, bring us home. Yeah, well, coup de gras is a full round action, so I can't take it. Also, he does not qualify for a coup de gras, for he is not helpless. Oh, he, I thought he's at zero. Are they not dead at zero? They're just staggered, you said? He is just staggered. Well, can they take a tax opportunity in the staggered state? Nope. And power cut. Ooh, I miss. Okay, Laura, your turn. This beast will die. Is a 26 hit? Yeah, 26 hits and it dies. Awesome. And I take another two non-lethal damage. I'm running low on those today. We should probably take a nap sometime soon, please. Truxton, your turn. What is there left to do? Kill me. I turn on the party. There is one combatant left on the field. It's, since it's your turn, it's your decision what to do. Oh, I don't. What is, what, just let's figure out whatever he's got to say to us. Cyrix? I approach the hobgoblin. And strangle him, I assume? No. Have some oh. more faith in me. Okay. Uh, it's his turn. He five foot steps over. It says, Thank you. We can talk now. Unless anybody else wants to do anything else, uh, call that the end of combat. Laura is mighty suspicious as to why we haven't killed this one yet, but she does understand you need to question prisoners sometime. An upgrade on her husband, I say. No. She has, she has just the same levels of crippling racism, except she didn't go through character growth like Greg did. <laughs> so you're just going to have the same character arc again? More or less. Wait, does she know that her daughter's fucking a hobgoblin? Yes, she does not approve. She's basically disowned her. That's beautiful. That's disgusting. I can't flirt with Laura anymore. Uh, I mean, I warned you. <laughs> Mr. Hobgoblin, sir. Yes, Chuck. Uh, you may be wondering you... how I know your name. No, I don't. Uh, why did you leave? Why did you desert your military, your honor-bound group? Oh, I, I figured that would be the obvious. Obviously, group is out of... There is no group anymore up in the forest. So our only hope of survival is leaving the forest and either finding another group or joining up with Iron Fangs out west. There's no fight left to happen in the Fangwood. So, where will you go now? Well, given the circumstances of this encounter, I'll probably, uh, if you allow me to, I'll just go back home to Nirmathos. There's, you all have saved my life. I have no reason to fight against an order that's trying to kill you all, I suppose, so... Maybe my best option and the best way to stay safe is just go back home. We could invite him. We could invite him to the refugee camp. Oh, uh, hello. I don't, I don't I think that would play well. I love the taste of a good refugee. Yeah, jokes like that. One more, and I'll have to strike you down. Oh, don't listen to Shock. He's. I would listen to me. She doesn't know what I've been through, nor does she know my predicament in this situation. It's not funny. Don't. I visibly roll my eyes. When you say that there's no group left, I was under the impression that you were with the Iron Fang. There is no group left in the Fangwood Forest. There are Iron Fangs out west and near Mythos. The organizations in the Fangwood were dissolved after Isabaric and Scarnivorous fell. There's no reason for... Scarnivorous. Yeah, sure. There's no no organization left in the forest. So we were moving west. But now I guess I'm moving back east. 
Smart move. Wait, we're questing to go find some place, right? Um, yeah, you were given infer. There's a town called Raja's Hollow that may have been subject to some hobgoblin activity. There's a town called Redborough that also may have been subject to some hobgoblin activity. And there's a the town of Longshadow that was circled on that big old map you guys found in the Dragon's Lair. I reached my hand out to gently touch the hobgoblin shoulder. And I recoils. Smile, Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> What's... I don't think we've asked your name. We've not been introduced yet. What's your name, sir? Blaggergum. The Hobgoblin. Blaggergum the Hobgoblin. We're actually... I'm just kidding. My name is Hobgoblin 4. Hobgoblin 4. That's such an unfortunate name that you have. We're my mother's name. Fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm sure, you know, it was wonderful. I'm sure your mother's a wonderful woman. Beautiful, charming, as... Sexy. Sexy, yes, Truxton, thank you. Um, kick her out of bed. We're looking for a couple of towns, uh, Roderick's Hollow and Red Shadow, and then also Long Shadow. Would you Would you happen to know anything about those three towns? Uh, well, heard of the third one. It's a pretty big town in Nirmathos. The other two, as far as my knowledge, uh, extends of the region don't exist. There's a place called Rajya's Hollow. Rajya's Hollow. Rajya's Hollow. And then a, a town called Redborough, perhaps. Rajya's Hollow and Redborough. Yes, how can I forget? What do you know of those towns? Oh, let me uh, examine the uh, adventure path and tell you. You wouldn't happen to have murdered anybody in those towns recently, would you? Well, they're out west, and I'm coming from the forest, so I would have had no way to do that. But I do have overheard some things about the developments in Redborough. Tell me all about them, Stud. Ma'am, this is uh, Wendy's. I do know a little bit about Raja's Hollow, not of Redborough. I'm a terrible liar. I'm so sorry. Um, Sense motive. <laughs> no, go ahead. There was a, uh, there's a mine in Roger's Hollow that the Hobgoblin, uh, the Iron Fang troops were sent to, to, you know, get the gold and whatnot. Uh, apparently something went wrong because after a couple weeks there, the, uh, the general in charge of the operation left and came back to, uh, the main, main area for the soldiers, uh, Returned and he returned with uh, quite a few less people. Uh, rumor has it, though, is that they did a good job wiping out the town. So, as far as we know, it's that just rumors and hearsay, but something else happened that didn't have to do with a battle. Like illness, mutiny. Like I said, I don't know. Uh, do uh, wolves keep clothing ring any bells? Uh, yeah, there's one of those outside of Fort Trevani, but I don't think that would have anything to do with it. Well, Pop Doblin 4, or Bladder Gum, whatever your name is, it was delightful to chat. Well, I guess if that's all you need, I'll be on my way. Right uh, on fire. It's not all she needs. Truxton, Truxton, I, while I appreciate... 
Truxfly, I appreciate you returning the wingman in favor. Not right now. Oh, okay. Sorry, I can only live for others since I can't live for myself right now. Truxton, we'll, we'll get you some weed or something here. Clonopin, yeah. So goodbye forever. Bye. Goodbye, my dearest Hobgoblin friend. I'll see you someday in the future. Uh, and I caress his cheek as he leaves. He uh, reaches into his bag, pulls out two coconuts, and start making making horse noises as he leaves. Yeah, oh, Lord. There goes my hero. <laughs> there goes my horse. Does a 19 hit him? Flat no! Forward? I immediately tap him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm cool with it. No, no, it's fine. It's fine. Uh, and he's dead. Very good. Laura, no, you. I didn't actually do it. Calm down. (laughs) I'm gonna real quickly unhands myself. Yeah, you are. Pulling that magic paladin look. Use my wand of cure light wounds to cure myself. Set up one d8 plus one. Yeah. Does anybody else need some healing? Yeah, I guess I'm just here. Shock, darling, baby, please. I'm at six HP. I very well. I disagree with you on a lot of things, but and I, I just casually like place my hand on her shoulder in a non-sexual way, but it's it's very comforting. It's very uh, what? Comforting. Is, 20, is twenty-nine enough, or what are you at out of what? Uh, I'm at six out of fifty-six. Uh, twenty-nine will do good, and then I can use cure light for the rest. Very good. Uh, uh, Trexton, how are you doing? I could use a little bit of help. I'm down forty-four. Well, I heal you for 30. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. I use four char- char- charges from my wand. And yes, I am keeping Say it, back. don't spray it, Siri. Well, do we keep heading west then? Off we go. I ask, uh, ask Goof for body war stories as we walk. So it turns out that prisoner he had sex with was actually his cousin. <laughs> oh, God, the mercenary life is all right. You know, you go official, you lose out on the fun stuff, and you make it up in bed. Okay. Can you stop saying stuff if I told you on private on the podcast? Excuse me? <laughs> Derek. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Derek, before he came to college, he was actually in the French Forum. He definitely had beer. <laughs> We head on west. Derek, how's your French skills? I hope they are like <laughs> Je m'appelle avec jambon et fromage. What about a trombone? Derek likes to think that he can speak French. Noir et rouge. <laughs> I mean, he was in the French Foreign Legion, so he better. It's like half of your basic training and learning French if you don't know French. All right, let's keep going least. What happens as we go east? I upload some characters, and I was hoping Grogu's war stories would go longer. <laughs> I can just read a page from the French Wikipedia. So oh, we kill this guy's cousin, and it turns out he's in love with her. <laughs> I like a story that has a consistent theme. Reminds me of Alabama. Oh, well, I, <laughs> oh, I suppose it certainly was not the inner sea region. <laughs> I don't get it. What is your last name? I don't have one. They don't give those to slaves, and to be honest, I don't think I've heard a second, and it'd be a lot more to say. Okay. 
Uh, so <laughs> we're gonna use we're gonna use same map. Um, so place yourselves. Oh, uh, they're yourself a very kingmaker approach to gameplay there. So place yourselves um, <clears throat> where you are, but don't go any further than the first two boxes. I would be in the front. Yeah. Because you know I got. I'd be in the back. Full plate, whatnot. So you're walking down the path, and. Laura, just by the surroundings, you can tell that you're near the edge, the edge of the Fangwood Forest. And as you're approaching, um, you start smelling a very, very pleasant smell. Uh, it smells like somebody's cooking. And as you approach, a massive tree stump rises from the center of the clearing. The surface is like polished and smooth. And it is set with cups, plates, forks, pitchers, spoons, mugs. Um, it's all kinds of f- fruit, meats, cheeses, and red wine that overflows from the service, serving dishes. Well, that looks like a good time. And I walk towards it. And I cast the tech magic at it. Of course it is magical. Okay. I uh, call it shock. Cyrix, you'll like this. Sitting around the table are four half-naked dwarves. I haven't, there sit- I haven't seen this since Krogadon. Aha. Uh-huh. Uh, sitting against, like, a tree or a, another stump, there's some, like, pickaxes and some, like, miner's helmets and stuff for them. But as you, like, round the corner, uh, you notice, like, the dwarf- dwarves' attention is focused southernly uh, as they're watching a, a young lass dancing. Ah, uh, beautiful. Uh-huh. I look at Laura and Laura and say, hey, keep one of those arrows ready just in case. My eyes light the fuck up. She already has... I walk ahead of Cyrix. Why are you thinking that she doesn't already have her bow knocked? Come on. I walk ahead of Cyrix. Hello! Uh, You're you're addressing the woman or the dwarves? Yes. Uh, She's got a lyre and she kind of... She keeps strumming on it, but she stops dancing. And she looks at Jacques and she goes, Why, hello there. Who, who might this tall drink of water be? Well, uh, not much to sip on, but uh, a fellow oh. conveyor of art. <laughs> oh, I'd do some some sipping. I, I just walk- cringed to myself so hard it hurt my feelings. I am... Xerix is so bad at Jack. Xerix is so fucking mobbed by Jack. I'm being cucked right now. So, what is your name? Oh, my name, my name is Tramaki, and I, uh, I'm just a dancer. I, these four young men over here, and she kind of winks at them, and they, they blush and they, they giggle a little bit in their dwarven way. Uh, they were walking around the forest, and well, I thought they looked, looked kind of hungry, so uh, I got them some food and wine, and I decided to entertain them. Isn't that right, boys? Yes, 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 yes. Yes. All right. Says motive on this bitch. I'm gonna go ahead. You are too critical of this beautiful woman. (laughs) If there's one thing I know about myself, it's that you never trust a girl who dances. It's a goddamn tree nymph killer now. So what? What are we doing? I'm walking up, saying hello. I mean, I'm walking up as well. My helmet is off in my armor. And I, my glaive is put away. 
Okay. Uh, would, do you all want to join in on the feast? I can get some more food and more wine and uh, more probably, dance. Uh, probably not. Uh, we are on a long trek, but maybe we could grab a snack before we go. We'll be leaving real quick. If I may, Derek, before you easy to detect magic on the nearest dwarf. That is a long, that is like six seconds of casting loudly. That's fine. She can hear me speaking Draconic. Cyrix, are you next to me? No, I'm currently between the dwarves. I'm about to ask them some questions if this temptress doesn't start attacking us. Fucking thought. (laughs) Also, just a heads up, my detect evil's on 100% of the time. You know, just to make sure we're on the same page. Like, I can't turn that shit off whether or not I want to or not. That all works, because I'm pretty sure it's a spell-like ability. Okay. I don't know what ability I'm thinking of, but that's definitely not it, yeah. It's definitely a move action to cast it, and I wouldn't cast it at this point. Um, so, here's... I'm going to resolve her and Jacques real quick, and then we'll do Gorgug's thing. And she goes, well... Grab, grab yourself some food. There's plenty on the table over there if you you want to go and leave me behind. Mm. No, Just, definitely not. This well, while you're gathering everything up, I'll be here dancing for y'all. I mean, we'll, we, we, we'd like to talk a little but do you I mean, mind we can't if I, stay. Do you mind if I practice my art while we talk? Sure. Okay. Um, so, let's go around real quick. Everybody tell me what they are doing. Moping. Um, I'm going to flirt with what, some of the dwarves because... That's on brand? I have to, yes, it's on brand. I can't, I can't not have attention. Gorgug is suspicious and he's uh, scouring the area for signs of evidence, but he's in particular going to check this nearby dwarf to see if there's oh, some type of compulsion. Laura is still standing at the edge of the road, just look scowling at this whole scenario. I'm gonna ask one of the doors, uh, what's your reason for getting up in the morning? <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> Me too, Here lately, it's been this fine last washer dance. It's so beautiful. Um, Laura, are, are you, like, keeping eyes on anybody? Uh, she's kind of scowling over the whole event. Um, she'd probably be, like, looking for anything super suspicious, like, she doesn't trust all these dwarves and Cyrix being in the middle of them, like, she's watching to make sure they're not gonna, like, pull out knives and stab her to death, Red Wedding style. Okay, uh, let's do Cyrix real quick. Um, I plant myself between the two dwarves, um, and immediately turn on the charm, and I'm just like, so how long have you all been here? Oh, a day or two. Uh, and then the one behind you kind of says, can you move out of the way? She's dancing. Wow, that's got to hurt, sir. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Did you purposely design this to piss me off? Straight from the book. So what is it about her dancing that's so special? And I like shift a little bit out of the way, but not enough to completely unblock the view. Like, I'm being polite, but I'm still being an asshole about it. Oh, it's not every day you see the most beautiful creature you've ever seen do the most beautiful dance you've ever seen. Also, she the cha-cha slide. Yeah, I mean, it's that kind of mixed with uh, the whip and nene. 
near the end. So, like, instead well, of Chow Chow, you know, we are on a very advanced podcast time table. This episode was recorded in 2013. <laughs> <laughs> True beauty never really ends. She just Superman that hoe. <laughs> instead of Chow Chow Real Slide, it's Superman. Oh. Um. You can move on to the next one, Derek, but I'm going to DM you with the question. Okay. Uh, Gorgug, you use Detect Magic. Indeed. Uh, the food is conjured, uh, has a, a conjuration aura, um, and on each of the dwarves, there is a, a faint magical aura. Actually, probably probably a moderate, no, a faint, a faint magical aura of enchantment, and the woman at the bottom of the screen begins to twirl and dance, and and then she um, she does her whip, and then she does she does a little bit of Charleston, I guess. Um, and then I need Jacques, Laura, Cyrix, uh, make me will saves. Real quick, is this a charm? Because if it is, I'm a mute. Yeah, is it an enchantment? It's definitely an enchantment. And it's a will save, you said. I rolled a thirty. It is. It's not a charm shock. This hoe ain't tripping me. What? Really? I got a 15 on my will save. That surprises me. Most favorites. I got a 20. Um, Laura, you are confused, and everybody roll me initiative. It's all good. Inspire courage works for this too, folks. I got a 45 for my initiative. I rolled an 11 for my initiative. I rolled a 20. Kill this bitch. Ah, good. 17 on all four good. God damn, I'm out of beer again. Yeah, me and Jeff are getting drunk on this episode. Hey, it's like me every episode. Yeah, welcome <laughs> to the fucking party. Corgoog, you cocksucking son of a fuck. <laughs> that is on recording of you saying, Gavin, how dare you. What? <laughs> <laughs> what I just said. <laughs> what did she just say? She said, you cocksucking son of a fuck. Amazing. <laughs> Gavin's getting to the drunk point where it's like, uh-oh. I'd be about to go to sleep here. No, I just don't pay attention to something. It's not It's not a drunk thing. It's just me being not present. Oh, I see. Uh-oh, you know how I feel about that, Gavin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was definitely was a callback. Uh, should I actually fucking roll initiative? Okay, fine. That's Gavin's way of saying that he was on his 18. own. I'm sorry, these kitties are so cute. Mood, though. This initiative order is hella uh, convenient for me, at least to start it off. Or it's your turn. Why don't you roll me a d100? If I murder one of you, I'm only partially sorry. I think you gotta worry more about murdering yourself. I don't know. She could kill you all pretty good. One crit and y'all are dead. That's a 17. Uh, acts normally. I fucking shoot this bitch. You don't know. What? What? What's your reasoning? Ooh. All then she did she was just dance magic and on me. you got... Eh, not necessarily. Give, give me a... Uh, you know you're, you're kind of out of it. Uh, give me, uh, I don't know, would you call it a perception or a spellcraft? Definitely a spellcraft. Like, a spellcraft? I, I don't have that, so. I don't well, know if you know anything's up. Well, Derek, to be fair, thematically speaking, if you tell us to roll a nation, that means something happened to trigger the beginning of combat round. Well, well that's, that's the, I agree with that, uh, uh, Jeff. However, in the, the realm of the meta discussion, the moment we walked up, we knew that these dwarves were being charmed or compulsed. However, from a meta point of view, we know that. From a non-meta point of view, uh, like as, as knowledgeable as the barbarian fighter is, the barbarian fighter probably has no clue that they're being charmed. Maybe, although, although she did see, she was watching the crowd, 
She saw that face do a little dance, and then suddenly she felt a wave of confusion hit her. Almost as if, combined with the aforementioned dwarf issue, there's some fun I agree that some sort of role would be in place here. Whether it be spellcraft, which is honestly what I would ask as a GM, or maybe a sense motive, if Derek is up. Um, okay, so, Gorgug, let's assume that you said, hey, everybody, these things are charmed. Yeah, we're gonna give me a sense motive, that works. 13. And it couldn't have just been too high, or could it have been? Um. Hey, I rolled a 16 sense motive earlier. Yeah, but that wasn't for... And things are getting fairly more obvious at this point, I think. Um... Laura, you know something's up. You're not quite sure what is up, but you are completely rational at this point, so do what you will. Uh, Laura would probably just lift up her bow and say, hey, something weird's going on. So you delaying or readying or something? Sure, I'll ready an attack for if combat starts. Okay, uh, Truxton. Yes. Y- your turn. Okay. Do I have to roll the D100 or whatever? No, you're good. Okay. I was going to say I get advantage on it. You were too sad to pay attention to the dance. Thank you. All right, I'm going to go kill this guy. That <laughs> guy? What? Oh, God. You're going to attack a dwarf. 21. Oh, that hits. So you're cool with him attacking a dwarf, but you're not cool with Laura attacking the, 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 sketchy, the sketchy dancing lady that is... Truxton wants to kill just about everyone that's not. You guys all know. You guys all know damn well what was about to happen. She was going to tell the dwarves to attack us. All part of the plan. I'm just getting ahead. And I believe that's a surprise round too, right? Not at all. Is this what? Is this what's actually happening? Should I not do this? I literally probably shouldn't do it. I'm just going to be real. All right, all right, all right, right. Ready in action if one of them attacks a teammate. But it's gonna ha- okay. I ready in action. What's the action? So I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to edit out all Eames, of that last. Eames, say that you move forward and ready in action. Ready in action to. Go. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I move forward and ready in action. To do what? I'm gonna kill them! If what? If they attack my party, I'm gonna fuck them up with my rapier with two or maybe three if somebody casts haste, which they should <laughs> attack. Yeah, fellas, uh, she's casting a spell upon them and most likely trying us. The paladin should be fine. However, I don't have a god backing me up in such a direct way, so I will spend this round beginning a bardic performance for Inspire Courage, which you all know she also gives you a plus two versus charm or fear effects, and I will also cast the cantrip resistance against myself for a plus one on saving throw. Do you not have a cloak? Cloak of resistance? Oh, is it only an enhancement bonus, not stack? It's a resistance bonus. Resistance bonus does don't stack with resistance bonus. Well, in that case, I will... I will just stay here and do my little performance. Which, I guess, thematically speaking, for the answer, I was going to say, you stupid fucking assholes. How do you not fuck? God damn. I knew. Okay, it's her turn. You know what? Um, Jacques seems to be on her side. So she's gonna 
step up here. Cyrix, do you do anything about that? Do I take an attack? Of course I do. As she approaches you. Uh, well, no, because you're still flat-footed because you don't haven't moved in this yet. Sorry. Uh, so she's going to uh, reach out and bite Cyrix. Bite me? Listen to you. Now you're a were- Reach out and bite Cyrix? You're a fucking were-thought yeah. now. Yeah, she's got... Um, she's got... And, uh, Okay, I'm gonna. That's a D4 plus six damage. Uh, so take nine damage and give me a fortitude save. This bitch. Damn, just do what I do and pick your best save and roll that. And <laughs> uh, what is? I don't get any special bonuses from you, do I, Jeff? You get a plus two versus charm and fear effects. Oh, thank God, twenty-five. You're not poisoned. But it is Cyrix's turn. I start staring at her. I will say at this point, the um, the dwarves kind of have this vacant expression on their face as if they don't know what's going on. Um, they're not really moving at all. Um, like, they're sentient and alive, but they're just not doing much. Same. Uh, so you stare at her. And I attack her twice. And I spit in her face and call her a bitch. Right, go for it. 28. Uh, that is. 25 damage. 21. That's a miss. And as a swift action, can I do a swift action after a full round attack? Is your stare not a swift action? Ah, yes, I forgot. Thank you, Ken. I'll use my trick next round. And a juxter. I'm kind of confused here at what's going on, but I know that this lady that just hit my party member is not good, so to speak. So I'm going to smite her, pull out my glaive, and then attack her. Does a 33 hit? A 33 hits. Alright, then that does 38 damage with uh, 8 coming from my... Unless she's an outsider, then it does more, which tell me. She is not an outsider. Then yeah, it does 38 damage as I slash at her. Okay. Uh, The smite goes through DR if the creature has it. Yep. Sweet, then I'm good. So as Cyrix attacks and Jacques attacks... The four dwarves uh, kind of sit up with a start, and one of them... They did the mash! They did the monster mash! Uh, one of them yells, Lay off the kindly lash! She's ash! Um, and then they all four uh, move into attack. There are two that are... Wow, I can Truxton just register how shocked he is by this development. Truxton, you did ready in action. I'm gonna hit him. So that does It's an automatic triple critical, right? Yeah. That's how it works. What I thought. Hold on, I'll wait till Derek gives me the skinny on this. Yeah, I mean so the first one is the one that's right next to Jacques. He's gonna attack. Ooh, that's a seventeen on the dice. What's his bonus? Because I have pretty good AC. So Jacques does a fifteen hit. Sorry, that was the wrong weapon. I said I said they left their picks on the tree. Uh, does a 19 hit? Does not. Does he punch me? No, they pull out. It's a uh, heavy mace. Kids listening at home always pull out. So the one bright below Cyrix, uh, 18. Uh, that hits it. Okay. On the nose. Shit. I take nine points of damage, which is the most he could possibly do. He had to roll a 14 to do it. Now the one catty corner to Truxton will attack Cyrix. 
Charleston, if you want to do, if yeah. you want to intercede. Go ahead. I would love. I'm gonna whip his ass. Go for it. Full round attack, baby. Uh, one attack. Why? Because you can't ready a full round attack. You can only ready standard action. Fine, thirty-one. Yeah, that hits. Jesus. Beat his ass. I have no bonuses though. All right, sixteen. Uh, he is at zero hit points. Using mode. What? You all were so worried about me attacking these damn dwarves. He is staggered, and then the second one will uh, attack Sierra again. God damn! I didn't want these things to hit so much. That's uh, a nineteen. That one actually doesn't hit. I have Swiss cheese AC. <laughs> take take four points of damage. Okay. I'm sorry. Right, what the fuck did you just say? Uh, do I throw all hundred for confusion? Uh, you do. Thirty-four. Babel incoherently. You want to give us a taste of that? You be the average doubt. But up, bop, but up, bop, bop, but up, bop, bop, but up, bop, bop. Hell yeah. White jazz. That's beautiful. Okay. Uh, Truxton. Yes. It's me again? Turn. Yeah. Oh baby. You can do a full round attack. Oh this baby. Time. Please attack. don't. That's all I'm living for. Here these men were. These men were just betwixt by the. Yeah. Well, the they're going to be betwixt my sword and my balls in a minute. <laughs> Do I have to move him in the initiative order? Yeah, I'm sorry, Truxton. You do get lowered in the initiative order to whenever you made that uh, attack of opportunity. I'm so sorry. Uh, Agorgug, it's your turn. Uh, yeah, that's all right. Kill the one that isn't staggered. 15, 20, 25. I'll take the AOO from the dwarf if he has one. Which dwarf? The one that, well, I guess either, I suppose. Well, neither, neither get an attack of opportunity on you. You, you moved smart, and so you moved uh, from a non-threatening square to a threatening square. Good, and, and I will power attack the whore. No, Why are not you attacking Cyrix? I'm oh, sorry, it's gonna be that way. <laughs> okay, go for it. Does a 32 hit. Yeah. She'll take 20 damage, and as always, Derek, does she feel fear? Uh, yeah, she should be good. So she, so I can make the intimidate check for the same. Yeah. Lowest possible, a 24. DC to intimidate is 10 plus hit dice plus will. Uh, that's, that's a 25. Really? That's a 24. She's shaking. Okay, now there we have to see if she's frightened. She has to be an 18 will save. No, I'm just joking. That does have to happen. I did not score nearly high enough, but she is going to be shaking. Um, it's her turn. What is this thing? If she's doing an attack, uh, she does take a negative 3 to her attack roll. Man, she's fucked either way. Uh, she's gonna full attack or goog. Uh, bite misses. Claw probably misses. It's a 23. Oh, and then the second claw is a 27. Oh, yeah, she got two little claw hits. Oh, uh, give me a fortitude save. Oh, fuck. 15. Not gonna be able to do it. Uh, that's a total of 17 points of damage, and you are poisoned. Oh, God damn. Sierra's your turn. Uh, I five foot step here. So you stare at her. I tell her there's only one room, there's only room for one bitch in this party. And then I whack her in the face. Hell yeah. 30? Yeah, uh, it's. 26 damage? Uh, I don't think an 11 hits though. Nope, that misses. But, uh, she is not the healthiest person you've ever seen in your life. Uh, and I snap my fingers and do mesmeric mirror because yeah. she probably gonna comfort me next turn uh Jacques your turn I'll be next turn I take a five foot step forward I love that I love the confidence uh, I'm gonna hit her with a glaive 
Does a 28 hit? Yep. Okay. It does 43 damage. Oh, she's dead. Jesus Christ. And then I'll turn to the, the dwarves and I'll say, You're bewitched no more. Drop your mace. That's a good spell. You are bewitched no more. Does that so it's one of the dwarves' turns. Uh, the one in front of Jock, for example. Um, he raises his mace high above his head. And then lets it hit the floor. Thank you, good people. This, this witch, she, she hexed us something fierce. And although I wish she wouldn't have, you know, attacked our friend up there, he seems like he'll, he'll be fine. Thank you for ending this. Oh, it's not over, boy. Okay. You're gonna heal this fucking poison in my arm, or nobody's gonna walk away from this campfire. Oh, I like that Jeff just became Hank Hill there. Well, I'm so sorry, Mr. Half Orc, but. As you can tell from our meager hits and our very low AC, uh, we are but level three commoners. Wonderful. Um, oh. All right, Jack, get the socket. Yeah, uh, scary off now, uh, dwarves. I go over to her body. What is she, Derek? I'm not uh, give, me an, give me an out of the I heal myself a little bit. That's 26. Crap, monstrous humanoid. What is she? Uh, this is a creature known as a Monyet. It is a monstrous Oh, <laughs> oh I'm a fool. It's not a fan. Very good. Chimney loot? Um, yeah, I'm sure she did. Actually, she she doesn't really have any loot. The um, uh, the miners say, Ah, well, thank you for thank you for helping us. Uh, we uh, we would have you know paid greatly for what she did for us, but. Unfortunately, our town was uh, ransacked by the hobgoblins, and all the gold we dug from the mines is, is gone. That is all right. Uh, which, uh, Laura, will, uh, am I still confused, or with her death, am I no longer? No, I, I mean, time time goes away. Yeah, when she dies, your confusion's gone. Gold Sweet. is just ephemeral on ice on hot pavement anyway. What a, pray tell, good dwarves, what town do you hail from? Oh, we uh, we worked in the mines of Rajas Hollow. That year spark up Rajas Hollow, you say? What happened to the hobgoblins that died down there? Oh, it's it's the damnedest thing, you know. They're in there digging out the mine, using some of us as slaves. They got these weird um, underground creatures that that they used to dig, and then Ooh, one day, no, no tiny tiny little things. Uh, ah. from the Underdark. Mini bullets, I see. Yes, perhaps. Anyway, one day the the mine just kinda collapsed. They made they made some of us uh, inspect it. There was no structural issue, it just kinda happened, so I don't know I don't know, but then so they dug it out, just assumed it was a accident and went back to work and then a couple days later same thing. Uh, and then they just abandoned their folk there. Um, friend over here, JW, he, uh, he lost a brother. Uh, yeah, that's right. Uh, Voldan, my brother, he, he down there. He could still be alive, I don't know. But, but it sucks. It, the, the, I've never seen it happen like that. Mine just collapsed. And there's no reason for it. So, a bunch of hobgoblins died. They seemed like they knew after the second time they understood it more, but they didn't say anything and they just kind of dipped out on us. So, I don't know. Well, what do you know of, of 
nearby towns. Mm. Like yeah. Long Shadow and Red Wheelbarrow. Well, Red Wheelbarrow, uh, they made these these things up there in the manufacturing sector where there'd be one wheel on the front and little handles on the back. I don't know what they call them, but they used them to, to move shit around. The up-and-coming venture. Seems very useful for a, a party for the Malthudi army. Nah, it's, it's real stupid. Ah, but there is a place called Redboro down south. I don't know much about that. <laughs> I don't know much about that. All I know about Long Shadow is uh, we take some of our stuff over there from the mines, but you know. Well, just like, good sirs. I have no reason to really care for you very much, but before this con damage takes your old friend Gorgu, let me offer you an invitation to join our thriving new community with very lenient homeowner association rules. <laughs> Where where are you off to? Just you can start, have up to three guests at the community pool. Just start going east, follow the road. If you see a bunch of dead fuelettes in the road, you're going the right way. Keep going. We'll keep the light on for you. Um, they would probably actually be able to uh, figure out where the fort is. Uh, it's a pretty big landmark in the area. So yeah, you heard of Fort Galvani? Yeah, we took it back from a dragon. It was pretty cool. <laughs> oh God, the fort. Um, well, this Can we help this trauma, baby. Up, up, Jack, please. Well, well, I'll take you up on your offer as long as, at least for the time being, you know, uh, good meal in your body from some not witch would probably be good. There are no witches there, are there? There's a few. Well, do they dance? Oh, yeah. Well, I guess we're used to that then. There's no dancers or witches in the town. Um, I will say if uh, you happen to ever find yourself in Roger's Hollow and, and you, uh, for whatever reason, go into the mine, if you can, you know, recover my brother's remains, I don't know, either bury him there or bring him back if he happen to be coming back this way. Does he have treasure on him? What was your brother's oh. name again? Vordan. For uh, honor. Okay. <laughs> Uh, it's actually spelled whore honor, but he pronounced it with a V. Gotcha, I understand. I will check for his driver's license, and we will bury him when we find him, dead and, or alive. And to uh, answer your question, Gnome, it's a goddamn mine, so as far as we're concerned, take what you will. But he might have, like, a, a nice necklace on. You want it back, or...? Ah, uh, I, <laughs> I always thought I kind of looked douchey. It's a shark okay, cool. necklace. <laughs> Who could show? Salt life, this? Yes. We'll be on our way then. Bye forever, unless unless you want to kill us. No, I blow them kisses now that they're no longer paying attention to another woman. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to change the map on the whole point because as you guys continue about a mile, uh, you finally break the forest edge and find yourselves um, surrounded by large, uh, a large hillscape. Um, it's, it's like the Missouri Ozarks, it's very big, then very deep, and not quite mountainous. And you do a little bit of a survey, and you figure out about where you are on the map. 
and you've got the locations marked off. Um, so this is the map we'll be using uh, for the rest of the adventure path. So you are uh, the you're the red circle. I have Rochester's Hollow, Red Burrow, and Long Shadow marked off on the map. I'm so disappointed that this isn't a hex. Derek, you betrayed me so many well, times. It, it was not in the book as a hex. So, so the way it's uh, built up and ought to scale every 15 feet, every three squares on the map is uh, 10 miles. So from this, you figure you're about 25 miles away for your 17 or so miles away from Rogers Hollow. You are 20 miles away from Redborough, and you are a whole whopping about 55 miles away from Longshadow. So, um, I guess at this point, it's up to you what you want to do. Tiny a bit of a sandbox. I think Rida's Hollow is not the closest. Maybe Redborough's closest. But it might be best to go up and then head down and then down again. Yeah, because if you go to Redborough, then you'd have to double back to Rogers Hollow or skip it and then go to Longshadow. Let's, yeah. Let's go mine. Let's go mining, boys. Let's go mining. Hope there's no Enderman in there. Uh, Gorgook. We're gonna we're gonna roll this sucker back a little while. Uh, Gorgook. Yeah, but I hope forgot you. Give me a fortitude save. Somebody want to help me so I don't fucking die? Cause I'm not making a 19 save. And you still have some antitoxins from Truxton's old crafting days. Well, shoot him into my fucking leg like an EpiPen. The save's a 19, I have a plus 5. We gotta get some bonus going on here, boys, or else I'm gonna be dead. <laughs> Actually dead. Yeah, sorry. I got shit for you. Let me check my face, God. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> yep, I failed. It might not be too bad. I'll, I'll, take take a, I'll take a 3 every fucking round it is. It eventually wears out. I'll take one calm damage. And then give me a fortune save. Oh, my God. Some motherfuckers uh, don't have any poison or any, like, scrolls or anything. None of that. Greg got buried with them all. I don't think he ever has a scroll of pure poison. Okay, there's okay. one save. Okay. Um, give me a, give me a fortune save. Oh, then there's a failure. I take three con damage. That's good. That's a negative modifier. And then give, oh. me, a, give me a fort save. Oh, then you're okay if you only have a negative modifier now, because it only lasts for two more rounds, so. It's fun to metagame. I'm going to add a round every time Gavin metagames. Oh, yeah, come okay. on, the math will work that one. Then you need, then you need to add about 17 bitch. more rounds. Or who dies? Oh, I'm sure this will go great. We all just fucking... Oh, by the lights of the gods, I get a 21. Die. Great, that means the final round of the poison I saved. Eight con damage. That's okay, that's only a collective of... Like 32 I have, a, I have a very bad con right now. 32 HP, effectively. Place the track I already lost, right? Yeah. No, you're, you're, yeah, that goes down by 32, and your maximum goes down by 32 as well. Good, that means I have 5 HP. Alright, I'll heal you up. What are you at now? 16. Out of... 32. There you go, 32. Thank you, Hoss. I feel like a fucking wizard now. Even a wizard wouldn't go down to that low with con, probably. Okay, so I probably wouldn't deal with this unless, except the, the healing stuff is probably important. This is how movement works across uh, large distances. A, a day represents eight hours of actual travel time. Then I guess you just, uh, I guess you just figured out based on who who has, we'll say average speed of the party. 
we'll say it's it's about sundown when you get out of of the uh, forest. So at three miles an hour, you can make that in six hours. And I guess maybe they'll have a cleric there. Well, assuming it's not, maybe it's going to be overrun. Um, I mean, the dwarf told you that the um, the hobgoblins left, but you don't know. Well, here's what I'll say. We can scope it out, but my restful sleep spell will be able to heal me for a four contact. So if we need to fall asleep, I so got you that. Do have to sleep. You do have to sleep once. Yeah, it's perfect. We sleep once, you call heal twice your character level and HP with my spell. So, in other words, 16 HP. We'll do that. Uh, Gorgug, you all, you all sleep, and then... You wake up the next morning, Gorgug feels a little more vigorous. Where do you go? Uh, Raja's Hollow. You arrive in Raja's Hollow. It is a small settlement, primarily devoted to, obviously, mining. There's a small stream with a sawmill next to it. Um, 10, 20 buildings, houses, shops, etc. And there seems like there's like this makeshift tent in the middle of the town. Uh, Gorgug, with your soldier training, it, it looks like a, a, it looks like a commander's tent, kind of. Um, and then a little little ways south from the town is the entrance to the mine. Um, the only thing weird is, despite what you've been told, there is not a collapse in the mine's entrance. Is there, like, some rubble around it? Like, it looks like it's been cleared out? Nope. Curious. Did we just send a bunch of murder dwarves to our estate? I sure hope our party can handle five dwarves. Well, if they're sneaky murder dwarves, then they're all like, oh, we're just level three commoners. They're actually level three red mantis assassins. That's not even possible. That's illegal, sir. I guess they would need, like, wait, how many levels of commoner would you need before you could become a red mantis assassin? You need, like, ten levels of rogue. So what do you all do? Well... We should probably go to the tent, huh? It is completely abandoned. There's scraps of paper on the floor, a couple, like, daggers that have been thrown away, um, rotten food in the corner. What do the scraps of paper say? I try to, like, paste them together to make a... Well, not... Give me perception checks. I do like perception checks. I'm gonna get a better perception than you this time, Laura. Probably. I just rolled a 21. 17. 25! I got my peepers on, boys. Um, most of the scraps of paper are about troop movements uh, from months ago. Uh, but you do find, and it's in the roll 20, a specific uh, day-to-day account of what happens, what's been happening in this area. Campaign Day 52. Seized Roger's Hollow near the Fangwood border, acquired a fastidious new slave to take dictation and provide personal grooming. Existing mines seem to produce hi. Existing mines seem to produce low quality iron ore, but Xanathura's little pets report gold deposits in the older mine complex. New slaves insist the mine is dangerous and collapsed, but upon initial inspection it seems secure. All samples very promising. Suspect these new slaves simply don't like the smell of any of their own sweat. Campaign Day 54. Rogers Hollow Mine producing reasonable gold and quartz turnout. Morlocks insist they smell potent veins somewhere in the mine. 
protestations from the new slaves have ended. As at Kossarok's suggestion, I ordered two of them to flag their previous mayor to death. It seems to have broken their spirits admirably, while giving the troops a good laugh. Look forward to employing the same tactics again soon. Campaign Day 57. Galaps has killed my lieutenants, six slaves and four Morlocks. Xanathura will have my hide for losing her little pets. Soldiers report strange sounds from the tunnel afterwards and refuse orders to re reclaim potential survivors. Relocating to original Ridgeline Camp, eight miles south southeast, to await discipline from Kossarok for the oh. costly error. Like we're going eight miles southeast, boys. And there is a name signed to the bottom. Lieutenant Darg, D-A-R-G-G. Strange sounds. So do we want to kill this motherfucker, or do we want to investigate the strange sounds? Uh, I don't think uh, it's more in mind that's already collapsed once as a wise recruiting decision. When have we been a wise recruiting party? However, I will say if the food here is already rotten, they may have left at least several days ago. Which is perfect. Maybe uh, maybe old ass rock is already down there with him. We can kill her, too. Are there any other structures in the immediate vicinity? Um, nothing, nothing too, um, exciting houses, shops, what have you. Um, give me another set of perception checks. Uh, this one's a, uh, DC 30. Why would you tell us the DC? Are you insane? Because it's fun. That's a 16, because I rolled That's a 2. That's a 13, because I rolled a 1, and you cursed me, Derek. <laughs> That's what happened. I can't, I can't, I can't roll that You hate me. <laughs> Trust Truxton, roll a perception check. You got this, buddy. Uh, I'm working on it. Hold on. Uh, 28. No! Uh, Can I yeah, aid him? Did you say you aided him? I should have guessed higher competence. Mm. Well, you don't notice anything of any importance. I retcon it and say that I aided him. Well, no, no. Let, let the boy fail. That's um, the mine we go. You going to the mine? Why would we do that? Okay, where else are we going to go? Uh, it's eight miles southeast to kill with their camp. That and was potentially more... learn what was going on in the mine. You think they'd be still be at the camp after two months? Perhaps not, but there may be something there, more clues. I doubt there's anything of use in that mine. Any strange sounds they heard, assuming it wasn't a rookie soldier getting nerves. There's probably nothing like us in the mine either. I don't know about you, but I'm not that good at fighting falling rocks. What do the rest of you think? I am oh, reticent I to go into the mines. Fine. Laura? I can't be convinced. I don't want to go underground, but if we, can, if, we can, if we can search and find any clues other rather than just charging off into the hills to the south looking for a supposed camp, well, that's three of you that want to go to the camp over the mines, so that's fine. Let's go south, southeast then. So you all walk out of Raja's Hollow, and from behind you, very, very quietly into the distance, you hear, probably just in your heads, but a very, very solemn song, and it goes, There goes my XP. And that's the end of our broadcast week. What would be? What Listen would be here, you bitch. Derek? Let us retcon.
I literally fun. was like, let's go to this mine, and you all were like, no, let's be scared. Well, yeah. let's see. It's, it's a mine with lots like of money. There's a mystery there, and there's a, a dwarf's brother who he asked you to rescue. This podcast uses trademarks and or copyrights owned by Paizo Incorporated, which are used under Paizo's community use policy. We are expressly prohibited from charging you to use or access this content. This podcast is not published, endorsed, or specifically approved by Paizo Incorporated. For more information about Paizo's community use policy, please visit paizo.com forward slash community use. For more information about Paizo Incorporated and Paizo products, please visit paizo.com. Iron Fang Invasion is copyright 2017. Iron Fang Invasion and the Pathfinder Adventure Bath are trademarks of Paizo. Paizo.